Welcome to Zichud Asi Man Member by Avram Goldhar and Zirim Rezeches Mod Katan Daf Vav. The first parak Mashkin Beis Hashlachim. The first parak has been generously sponsored in the memory of Menachem Mendel, Ben Rav Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Cohen, and the son of Bachi Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Ben Rav Menachem Mendel Cohen. May their neshamas have an aliyah. So the three tops are going to focus on number one. The Mishnah and Daf Beis Amadav stated, "Yosin Afah Klaim." The Shulche Basin also go out to inspect the field for Klaim, referring to Pesach Cholamod. The Gemara Ardaf asks. That this is a contradiction to a mission in that says that the inspectors go out on the 15th of Adar. Rabbi Azim and Yosef Rachanini each provided an answer. One said, that the Mishnah in is dealing with the early crop, whereas the Mishnah here is dealing with the later crop. The other one said, the Mishnah in deals with grains, whereas here it deals with vegetables. Grains are planted early enough to be inspected in Adar, whereas vegetables are planted in the spring and therefore cannot be checked until Cholomot Pesach. The Gemara asks why the agents go out specifically on Cholomot and not before or after. Rabbi Yaakov said, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishim it's because the inspector's wages are less when they work on Cholomot. Rashi explains the labor is cheaper since people are not otherwise working on Cholomot. Point number two, the next Mishnah states, Rebbe ben Yaakov says, We may draw the water from one tree to another tree. On Cholomod, Provided that one does not water the entire field. Rashi explains that the trees need to be irrigated to prevent financial loss, but the whole field may not be watered because the grains in this case can survive on rainwater. Plants that were not watered before the mode may not be watered in the mode. Rashi explains that since they were not watered regularly before, they will survive if one doesn't water them during the But the Chamim permit watering in both cases. Rashi explains that the Chamim here is Rabbi Meir, who permits watering a rainwater field, meaning a field which can survive with rainwater alone, to enhance its growth, and also permits one to water plants in Chol mode even if they're not regularly watered beforehand. And point number three, Yosana Brisa, Tzadin Yasei Ishos Vesachbarim, Mestei Alavin, Mestei Ilan Kedarko. On Chol mode we may tramp the Ishos, which is a creature that has no eyes, and mice from a grain field and an orchard in the usual manner, and we may destroy antles. Now how do we destroy antles? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said, one brings dirt from this ant hole and puts it in this ant hole, and the ants choke each other to death. Rush explains that when the ants smell the unfamiliar soil, they panic and kill each other. Rabbi Yemer Bar Shlemia said, in the name of Abaya, this works only when the two holes are located on two sides of a river, and there's no type of bridge connecting them, and there's at least a parsed distance between them. This works only when the two holes are located on two sides of a river, and there's no type of bridge connecting them, and there's at least a parsed distance between them. But she explains that only then is the soil considered unfamiliar to them. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishan Duff Beisamanov stated, the Yotzin Afah Klaim, the Shulchei Basin also go out to inspect the field for Klaim, referring to Pesach Cholomod. The Gemara Ardav asks that this is a contradiction to a Mishan Shkon that says that the inspectors go out on the 15th of Adar. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yosef Rachanina each provided an answer. One said, that the Mishnah Shkolim is dealing with the early crop, whereas the Mishnah here is dealing with the later crop. The other one said, the Mishnah Shkolim deals with grains, whereas here it deals with vegetables. Grains are planted early enough to be inspected in Adar, whereas vegetables are planted in the spring and therefore cannot be checked until Cholomod Pesach. The Gemara asked why the agents go out specifically on Cholomod and not before or after. Rabbi Yaakov said, It's because the inspector's wages are less when they work on Cholomod. Rashi explains that labor is cheaper since people are not otherwise working on Cholomod. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, Rabbi Yaakov Yaakov says, We may draw the water from one tree to another tree. 
provided that one does not water the entire field. Rush explains that the trees need to be irrigated to prevent financial loss, but the whole field may not be watered because the grains in this case can survive on rainwater. Plants that were not watered before the mode may not be watered on Cholomod. Rush explains that since they were not watered regularly before, they will survive if one doesn't water them during Cholomod. But the Chachamim permit watering in both cases. Rashi explains that the Chachamim here is Rabbi Meir, who permits watering a rainwater field, meaning a field which can survive with rainwater alone to enhance its growth, and also permits one to water plants on Cholomod, even if they're not regularly watered beforehand. And point number three is Tadna Brisa Tzadni is the Ishus Vazakbarim Mistei Olavan Mistei Ilan Kedarko. On Cholomod, we may trap the Ishus, a creature that has no eyes, and mice from a grain field and an orchard in the usual manner, and we may destroy antles. Now, how do we destroy antles? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said, maybe one brings dirt from this handhole and puts it in this handhole, and the ants choke each other to death. Rashi explains that when the ants smell the unfamiliar soil, they panic and kill each other. Rabbi Yemer Bar said, in the name of Abaya, this works only when the two holes are located on two sides of a river and there's no type of bridge connecting them and there's at least a parsed distance between them. Rashi explains that only then is the soil considered unfamiliar to them. All right, so now we go to our simon for Davav, and our standard simon is a sword because a vav is straight like a sword. So here goes. The zealous Shulchi basin that went out on Cholmod brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, next to an anthill where a battle to the deaths was going on. Once again, it's a motion. The zealous Shulchi basin that went out on Cholmod brandishing their sword, swords, that must mean more on Duff, Vav. The zealous Shulchi basin that went out on Cholmod brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, which reminds us the Mishnah said that Shulchei Basin also go out to inspect the fields for Kalayim, referring to Pesach HaMod. The Gmoron Ardaf has said this is a contradiction to a Mishnah Shkalim that says the inspectors go out on the 15th of Adar. Rabbi Laz and Rabbi Yosef Rechanin each provide an answer. One said that the Mishnah Shkalim is dealing with the early crop, whereas the Mishnah here is dealing with the later crop. The other one said, Kam Bezvarim, Kam The Mishnah Shkalim deals with grains, whereas here it deals with vegetables. So the Zelos Shulchei Basin that went out on HaMod brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, which reminds us that the next mission of states, Rabbi Lezim Yaakov says, We may draw the water from one tree to another tree on Cholomoed, provided that one does not water the entire field. Rashi explains that the trees need to be irrigated to prevent financial loss, but the whole field may not be watered because the grains, in this case, can survive on rainwater. And plants that were not watered before the mode may not be watered in Cholomoed. Rashi explains that since they were not watered regularly before, they'll survive if one doesn't water them during Cholomoed. But the Chami permit watering in both cases. Rashi explains that the Chami here is Rabbi Meir, who permits watering a rainwater field in order to enhance its growth. So the Zelos Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod, brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, next to an anthill where a battle to the deaths was going on. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings up Bryce that states, we may destroy antholes on Cholomod, and Rabbi Gamliel explains how. One brings dirt from this anthole and puts it in this anthole, and the ants choke each other to death. But she explains that when the ants smell the unfamiliar soil, they panic and kill each other. So once again, the zealous Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, next to an anthill where a battle to the deaths was going on.
All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf base. So the symbol for daf base is a house. So here goes. The Bachim staying at the Cholmod farmhouse. Farmhouse. That must be on daf base. Bais house. The Bachim staying at the Cholmod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the Sechta states, Mashkin beis One may water an irrigated field during Cholmod and during Shviz whether from a Mayan that has just begun to flow or from a Mayan that has not just begun to flow. Rashi explains that the field is on a mountain and needs to be irrigated constantly to avoid a Hefzat Gadol, a large financial loss. Rashi brings a puzzle which gives the Chomim the authority to determine which Malach is forbidden and which is not on Cholomod, and they determine that Malach is permitted in the case of financial loss. So the Bachim is staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw him some water from the well because it was a Tirchia Sarah, which reminds us the Gemara determines that the Tanabar Mishnah, who holds the Pseidin Harvachalo, that one may do Malacha to prevent a financial loss, but may not do Malacha for the sake of a prophet, and that holds Afil Bamakum Pseidin Mitrochnami Lotachinan, even when there is a financial loss, we do not permit Malacha if it involves excessive exertion, is Rabbi Yehuda. So, the Bachim staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw some water from the well because it was a Tirchia Sarah, and continued debating which malach is violated when one weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Which reminds us, there's a Malchus regarding which malach one has transgressed when he weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Rabbi said, Mishim Chorish, for plowing, for just as plowing is done in order to soften the earth, so too is weeding and watering meant to soften the earth. Rav Yosef said, Mishim Zorei, that he's high for sowing, for just as sowing is meant to make things grow, so too weeding and watering helps produce grow. The man riding his camel, camel, that must be more of Gimel, Gamal. The man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah, which reminds us, the more questions how the Mishnah permits watering irrigated fields on Shemitah, for whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. Abai answered, the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe who holds that Shemitah nowadays is only the Rabbana, and since there be a lot if one does not water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the Rabbana permitted it. Rava said, you can even say the Mishnah is going according to the Rabbanan who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a Daraisa, but the Torah only prohibits Avos and not Toldos, except for Zemir and Betzira, pruning and picking grapes. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach, which reminds us the more brings the Mishnah and Shvis regarding until when one can plow a stay Lavan and a stay Ilan a grain field and a field of trees. With the opinions of Beis Shammah, Beis Hill, and Rabbi Shimon who holds, with regard to a stay Lavan, a grain field one can plow until Pesach, and with regard to a stay Ilan, a field of trees one may plow until Shavuos. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach. That was being removed by a later basin that was Mavatal, the decree, which reminds us. The Gemara is how Ramon Gamliel and his basin were able to Mavatal the earlier times of Beishamah and Beisho when we know, Ein basin Yachul Avatal Divrei basin Chavero, Elim King Gadol Mimena Bechachla Ubeminyan. A basin cannot be Mavatal, a decree of another basin, unless it's greater than the earlier basin in wisdom and in number. The Gemara answers the Beisham Beisho initially stipulated called Rotzel Avatal Yavu Yavatal. Whoever wants to be Mavatal the decree in the future may do so. The Gemara clarifies that the Lachal Moshe Misina that prohibits plowing 30 days before Rosh Hashanah remained in place. Daf Talad. So the similar Daf Talad is a door. So here goes. The person used a door. A door. That must be more Daf Dalad. Dalad. Door. 
The person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed, which reminds us, Gemara asks why it's prohibited to use water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate a canal in Ancho Moed, since there's no Tirchi Yisera. There's no excessive effort. Rabbi Allah said in the Rabbi Yochanan, Gezerah Megasham Atamekilon. It's a decree on rainwater because of water from a well. And Rashi explains that people may come to draw water from a well. Ravashi said, Megasham Gufalo Lide Mekilonasu. The rainwater itself will become like water from the well and that it will eventually require a pail. Rashi explains that as water is used, the water level will go down and a person will need to draw the water with a pail. So the person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed. Use another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz, which reminds us, the Gemara asks why is it prohibited to dig out a new irrigation canal during Shviz when there's no concern for Tircha? Rabbi Zer and Rabbi Abba Bar Mamel disagree on the reason. One says because it appears as if the person is hoeing, and the other one says because he's making the canal's banks suitable for sowing. The Gemara says enough gemina between the two. It's a case where one takes the earth from the canal and throws it far away from the banks of the canal. In this case, there is no concern according to the one who holds the issue is preparing the banks for sowing, while still forbidden according to the one who holds that the issue is hoeing. So, the person who used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz and told them to fix the damaged canal next to it that was one to have deep and should be six fucking deep instead. Which reminds us, the Mishnah said in Masaknitz Mukukalis Mamod, one may fix a damaged irrigation canal on Cholomod, and the Gemara asks, what is considered damaged? And Rabbi Yama said that if the canal is now one tefach deep, it may be restored to a depth of six tefach. And the Gemara asks, what would be the din if one wanted to restore a canal that is two tefach deep to its original depth of seven tefach? Do we say that here too it's permitted because he's also digging five tefach? Or do we say that since there's an additional tefach that's not necessary for the workings of the canal, there's too much exertion and it is prohibited. The Gemara leaves it as a deku. Daf hay. So the symbol daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. The children sitting on bales of hay. Hey, that must be more on daf hay. The children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern and call moed for the public, which reminds us the Mishnah had stated Masaknus Kukuli on Maim Shibushus Rabbi, one may fix damaged cisterns in Rishus Rabbi Mechol Moed, which refers to clearing them out of debris. And the more inferred from here, Chatita in Chafir Alok, clearing the cisterns out is permitted, but digging new ones is not. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that they didn't teach that digging cisterns was forbidden, except when the public doesn't need them. But if the public needs them, then digging them is permitted. So the children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern on Chol Moed for the public didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shubin Levi said, or whoever evaluates his ways, which Rashi explains means that he weighs the loss of doing a mitzvah versus its reward in the game of doing an avera versus the loss, will be zocha to see the salvation of HaKadosh Baruch And the Gemara brings the story of Rabbi Yanai's Talmud who would challenge him in sheer, but not when it was widely attended by the public so as not to embarrass Rabbi Yanai if he didn't know the answer. So the children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new sister on Chol Moed for the public didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well, marking graves in a base of pras, which reminds us, the mission had stated at Metzainus Kavaros, one may mark graves on Chol Moed. The Gemara brings a price that teaches that only things that transmit tuma through an oil can be marked, with one example being a base of pras, a field where a grave was plowed over. After bringing statements that indicate that a base of pras does not transmit tuma via an oil, the Gemara concludes and brings a mission from Olos that teaches Shosha base of pras. And there are three types of base of pras. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nezichu wishing you a great day and great learning.